What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor, man. Yeah. Good old humor, wow. man. It's been it's been a long time since we've done it. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, it's been a long time. I've been prepping for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I had to literally like, dust when? off my microphone, man. Yeah. I was like, where do I plug in the camera? And like, oh <laughs> shit, I uh, need to record 48 hertz or 44.1 hertz. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's been a while. It's I think the last podcast was, was uploaded September 6th. 6th, uh, really? Uh, wow. Yeah, when I was when I was abroad. Oh no, September 9th or 9th, around there. Yeah, like, yeah, around yeah, yeah. There. Well, you yeah, were... Uh, 9th on your trip around the world and everything, right? Yeah, yeah. correct, correct. But yeah, uh, yeah so we've man. been away, yeah, September 9th. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's, it's a, there is a reason why. Mm. Uh, mm. I think we, we posted on Instagram that we are back. Yeah. Uh, there was some contacts on Reddit, but um, yeah, Terrence, um, like, uh, over to you. La. No, I, I think, yeah, you had a, there was a, I mean, there was a good period you were away also. Right. Uh yeah. and, and definitely we, we were thinking of recording a few episodes then. La. But uh yeah, la, I mean I, I think anyone who who follows our Reddit or our social media, they know that uh something unfortunate, very uh, very unfortunate happened uh in my family uh in the mm. past few weeks. Uh I mean I have not made a secret of it, but I've I've been uh looking forward to the uh, to the birth of my second child uh supposedly this month, la, right? Um, mm. but, uh, yeah, there were complications and, uh, I mean, the, the child, his name is Emery. He came, uh, early, came very early in sometime in, uh, early September, which was, uh, you know, quite a number of weeks premature. Um, he couldn't wait to see the world, I guess, but, uh, he also came with uh, a lot of complications, uh, a lot of complications that, that always come when a child comes early. And, uh, I mean, he, you know, his, his, his uh his life on on earth uh, lasted for a full glorious three days, and uh, after that he passed. Uh, so uh, yeah, I mean, as as you would expect, it's uh it was a very uh tumultuous time for myself and my family, and uh, since then, yeah, you know, we've been uh it was tough, like, It's been tough, and we've just been spending time picking out pieces and and and. Um, just uh, you know, just just trying to, I wouldn't say get over it, but really in the in the process of processing the the grief that comes with, uh, you know, an unfortunate situation like that, lah. And and uh, uh, you know, I think a lot of people, um, you know, for the first few weeks we were away, people were wondering, hey, how come? You know, they they were, oh, okay, they're taking a break. And probably after a while, mm. people start wondering, how come this break seems to be really long? Because it's probably the longest we've take, break we've taken from podcasting uh, mm. forever, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, I've just been taking the time to, you know, to heal, to to spend time with family, to to focus on uh, priorities, and uh, yeah, and I, I think it's it's um I think I think one of the reasons why uh we're back here today. Uh, it's because of you guys, I think. Um, I won't deny that. Yeah, it was at a certain point during this past month. I I was just thinking, like, how could I possibly come back and do this comedy podcast when I am, you know, when I'm feeling the way I'm feeling? Like, doesn't it feel inauthentic that we're trying to 
talk about comedy and talk about these topics in a funny way when I'm not feeling like there's anything funny in the world, uh, right? So mm-hmm. I think uh, you and I, we, 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 we had made a decision to, okay, we just take a pause on everything for a while, uh, right? Um, but one of the funny things, one of the funny things is that um, uh, once, at, when everything, you know, when, when shit hit the fan and everything happened, one of the few places that I really, you know, uh, looked for comfort was actually podcasts. You know, I went on a podcast binge about talking about uh, parental grief and, 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 you know, getting over grief and things like that. And I found that really helped me a lot. La. It helped me through quite a few dark days uh, in the past few weeks. Uh. And, and then when I started receiving messages from, from you guys, from, from listeners and, and, and all who, who, you know, some of them even intimated uh, that they had been through similar experiences and um, they understood, they, they could empathize how I was feeling. And, and you know, there were a lot of nice messages, like, right? You saw on Reddit as well, where, where people were saying, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're standing by and, and they're standing by us and, and uh, because it's all a, like a family. So I, I felt like, yeah, there's something about needing to come back to the community that might actually help me in my process of, of, uh, of recovering from the grief, lah. So that's why I felt I you know I, I told Harish I, I think I think as much as it's a difficult time I think this is something that would be good for myself as well and and to to mm. just get started to to not not say to get past things but to live with the reality of what things are la, and try to see the silver lining behind everything la. yeah mm-hmm. so that's where we are yeah and I mean I I commend your strength man. Uh, like yeah. uh, to come back and I mean to talk for one hour and yeah la, I think I speak on behalf of all the listeners to know that uh, I mean to say that yeah la, it's good to good to hear your voice again la. yeah 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 I think it took a while it took yeah. a while yeah it definitely yeah. Uh, wouldn't um, yeah I, I wouldn't downplay the the, the emotional and, and, and toll that, that this event has taken and how difficult it is to you know just reach out and talk to people again uh, even socially, mm. you know, uh, I, I maybe if I've only, I've only spoken to maybe like two people about how, in this whole last month, I've only spoken to two friends. Uh, one, I mean, one including yourself, lah. Uh, mm. I've only spoken to two friends about this uh, everything that's happening in my head now. Um, but yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, I think the biggest lesson is that you know that when you look at people outside on the street and you know you, you don't know what kind of burdens, emotional burdens and emotional tolls they're carrying on them as well. So, in essence, it's always good to be kinder. Yeah. That's one big takeaway mm. from this whole thing. But yes. Be kind. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I mean that... Be kind, man. Yeah. yeah. I think I think fundamentally, uh, you know, it doesn't... Uh, whatever happened to me happened to me, but uh, does it stop me from, you know, from consuming the news and thinking about, oh, this will make a great topic for Yala Bud and everything lah. Which is why we mm. yeah, we're like okay let's let's just jump back into what we were always doing, and 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 pick it up from there. Sweet man. Yeah. So so yeah, we do have two topics mm. Um, mm. to talk about, um, and I guess we can we can jump straight into it. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. All right. So the first topic. Yes. I guess I mean, it's 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 very heartening news lah. It's very heartening mm-hmm. news. Mm. It's long overdue. Yes. Especially because I was aware of it when I used to work there. Yeah. Um, and that is that SIA has announced that 
pregnant cabin crew mm. will now be retained after giving birth and can apply for ground jobs. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But this is a, so, a funny thing that you, you said that you, you are aware of it like, because uh, you, you work there for a number of years, like, right? SIA. From 2009 to 2011 and then I went to Scoot for three years so still in aviation. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So same parent company yeah, and all man. that, right? But uh, actually, yes. I, I, the funny thing is I never knew of this this rule about uh, maternity. Like. Um, I, as in, I was it really like widespread knowledge that everyone knew about this rule already or or what? Uh, I mean, within the company, I think it was kind of like a, kind of a given. And I remember my time when I was there, 2010 to 2011, the mm. younger executives, the newer grads were like, this is a fucking ridiculous rule. Mm. But also because, I think it was less about these rules, but maybe just the, some other cultural aspects of how the Singapore girl was portrayed and all. Because mm. when we just entered, we had just graduated, no one's really thinking about like having kids. Yeah. So, you know, the thought of like maternity and parental benefits all, mm. not at the forefront. Yeah, yeah. But I remember hearing about this and I was like, huh, that's weird. Wait, wait, sorry. Um, you can just take a step back. Uh. Like, maybe we go into yeah. more specifics about what the, details, yeah, yeah. What the rule is, like, right? In layman, yeah. Can you explain to a layman what, what the general rule is? Okay, so previously the rule was um, that Back then, SIA required its female flight attendants mm. to quit flying after the first trimester of pregnancy. That means after and three months after the, you discover you're pregnant, right? Essentially. Three months after yeah. Your, yeah, inception, you know, yeah. Correct. And um, I think you have to, yeah, you have to quit flying. La. So mm. uh, the policy back then was you can apply for ground jobs, but it was very few and far between. Mm. That means you couldn't, so most of the time, you couldn't just yeah. transfer from being a air stewardess to something else on the ground. La. Yeah, yeah. Even when I was there, if I recall, it was like, oh, this person got a ground job. That's cool. Mm. Because it wasn't the norm. Yeah. It was the anomaly. I see, I see. Um, so, like, um, according to the... So, this was first raised in 2010 mm. by AWARE. Yeah. Like, already raised on the national level uh, yeah. by 2010. Yeah. And SIA back then, they responded saying that uh, they they actually had a returning mother scheme, mm. which allows female crew to rejoin Singapore Airlines in their former capacity, provided they meet the criteria for them to carry out their duties. Uh, mm. And that mm. it was a success and it was formulated in consultation with staff and unions. Mm. But I, I think it's safe to understand that getting a new vocation or a new job in your previous company is a lot harder than just coming back from extended leave. Yeah, like. yeah. Wait, so, so right. sorry, just to uh, go back again to that, that idea. So, yeah. after the first trimester, they have, you, you said they're made to quit flying, meaning they're made to quit their jobs, uh, essentially. Is it? Um, are, they, are they based they, on no pay leave or something, if I remember correctly? Yeah, so so what it says is that uh, previously, so I, I I was totally, I was digital marketing, mm. so totally different department. Sure. So my knowledge about this is also based on what is in the news and all right now. Yeah. Um, it was um, cabin crew would be placed on unpaid leave upon declaring they are pregnant and once they submit the birth certificate, mm. uh, were required to leave the company. Mm. So basically, yeah, so I, you go after yeah. your first trimester, you you declare that you are you know you're pregnant, then you have to stop flying. Means your place placed on no pay leave, all the way yeah. until you get pregnant, until you give birth, right? 
Then when you give yeah. birth, it's um, do you get four months of maternity leave? Um, no, because like what it says. Okay, so this is an article mm. uh, that mm. was back in twenty twenty two. It said they were required to leave the company once they submit the child's birth certificate. It means so the moment the there's baby no maternity is born, or oh, once the baby is born, like, they have to leave. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That that actually sounds really. Uh, in this day, it's, it's just it's, really discriminatory, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. And I mean, back in 2010, there was an official response by by SIA saying that um, the nature of the job is multifaceted and there's a physical aspect to it. They don't want to compromise pregnant women. Um, mm-hmm. And then they also said cabin crew are all on five-year term contracts mm-hmm. rather than permanent terms. Mm-hmm. So the employment ceases after the first trimester uh, they can apply for a ground posting. Yeah. Um, and then after that, when the birth certificate is is produced, they have to leave. Mm. So yeah, now it sounds fucking ridiculous. And even reading the title now, right? Mm. Um, SIA Cabin Crew will be retained after giving birth. In 2022, it sounds like, huh? Really? Yeah. Like, this is new. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was so shocked. I was like, you mean like, you mean those urban legends and, and everything about how cutthroat as to this, uh, you know, the whole recruitment process was you mean they're real? Like, you know, you know the urban legend about that that uh to to sign up to audition to be an S two you have to, yeah, to be in yeah. a bikini or something like that, right? Or, or uh, is that is that real? The, is that real? Or is it really just an urban legend? The, I mean, I don't know. The, I think there was an urban legend. <laughs> okay, I never, I never investigated or or oh, you were not you were uh, you were in the room like, You weren't in the room when when those auditions. I wasn't happened. in the room. Oh, okay, I wasn't okay. in the room. But but I mean they um, okay. But the you know the idea of quit flying after your first trimester, that is kind of, um, there is a safety element to that as well, right? Uh, yeah, correct. N- not just the complications that may come from a, uh, from a pregnant woman flying, but also just the fact that um, the estuardist's job is a very physical job. La, and mm. and you need to carry stuff, you need to be on your feet for many hours. That, that, that could be really tough for a pregnant lady. La. So, in some sense, is there any justification when SI says they're trying to protect protect the the cabin crew um yeah so like uh i think once you're pregnant your first trimester mm. w- what's the general advice for pregnant women to fly is it last trimester you don't fly uh y- as a passenger as a passenger, as a passenger yeah yeah i think first trimester is always uh you know it, it, it's uh you just need to be a bit careful usually second trimester is a bit uh safer to no i wouldn't okay i won't use the word safe but Second trimester, they say, okay, if you're going to travel, travel in your second trimester, like when you are still a little bit more mobile uh, and, and things aren't as precarious. Uh, third trimester is where it gets like the physical side of things gets a bit more dangerous already. Like. Yeah. Mm, 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 I see, I see. So, so um, yeah, so I think there is an aspect of not flying, right? Mm, After first trimester, yep. uh, because you, as a cabin crew, as much as passengers are supposed to put their own bags in the overhead uh, yeah. cabins and all, you know, some fuckers, they just don't. Yeah. They just expect yeah, the stewardess or to, to do it. Yeah. Um, so there is that aspect. Yeah. Um, and I think, uh, but where it gets weird is like the fact that they have to leave or they are put on um, unpaid leave. So, but that's where it also, you can kind of understand the, the, the difficulty, right? If cabin crew gets pregnant, to guarantee them assignment to a ground job mm. is also hard. Mm, mm, right? Right, yeah. Um, 
So, but the fact that they have to leave after giving birth, that felt weird lah. Yeah. Um, because yeah. yeah, they can't even enjoy, they can't even enjoy maternity leave. Yeah. And, and, um, the other side of it is also, yeah, in the, like, all those, let's say you're cabin crew for like, what, five, contracted five years, right? So, generally, you would expect like, every cabin crew to have a few years of experience already lah. And, and to just have to, you know, purely from, you just getting pregnant and all that, then, all those years of training, all that are negated and you just basically thrown back out into the into uh, the labor market. It feels like kind of a waste in today's in today's uh, labor crunch that we're facing, like, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I mean, like just looking at a, a high-level sweep of other airlines, um, I mean, even the US airlines, I think apparently you can fly up to like the 31st week of pregnancy provided you have doctor's approval. Ah, like. uh, I see, I see. You know, yeah. so, so the, so the the weird thing about Singapore Airlines, which I also noticed when I was working there, yeah. is that you know in Singapore you grow up with the concept that all stewardesses look like the Singapore girl. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You know, all of them are young. Yeah. You know? But then when you go out of Singapore, yeah. I think when when you first start traveling or like you go to the US or Europe, you're like, Oh, I see, like uh the stewardesses uh, stewardesses here are mm-hmm. are a lot like uh, uh, there's a lot more range in the demographic lah. Yeah. Right. You see older women, you see aunties. Yeah. yeah. Uh, very sweet aunties. Yeah. But then you have in your mind, oh, I thought all stewardesses look like the SIA girl. And they're all below, yeah, below a certain age and, and everything yeah. lah, right? But yeah, that's, that's the, yeah. that's the funny thing in Singapore. There's almost like this, um, glorification. Uh, oh, I was going to use a much, a much nicer word lah, the fetishization of like the there's a nicer word <laughs> there's a nicer word it's not nicer <laughs> but it's almost like the Singapore girl it's almost like a, it's almost like a fetish it's almost like a Halloween costume that people wear you know oh I'm gonna dress up as a Singapore as a, a stewardess and all that and then they're like, oh that means you're, you know you want to be slim pretty young and, and you know and things like that whereas like yeah lah the, 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 when you travel any other airline usually you, you get a more diverse mix of individuals lah which is which is like, okay, then you realize, oh yeah, this is, it is a job, la. it is a career for people. But yeah, yeah. In, in everything we're seeing here with this, with these policies that SIA has, it almost sounds like, like it's only something that if you're young and single and unmarried and not planning to have kids, then it's something that you can do. Uh, if not, you're not yeah. welcome, you're not welcome to, to apply for this career at all, la, which is crazy, la, right? Yeah, it's like the moment you cannot fit your uniform, sorry, you're out. Yeah. We don't provide uh, re-alterations of uniform. Yeah. We only base it on your measurements when you first come in. Yeah. After you cannot fit, fuck off. Yeah. You know? and, and yeah, I think someone, when people raise the point uh, that, I think Aware also raised the point that even after, even with all these benefits, maternity leave and, and being able to fly again after, you know, f- uh, after your maternity leave, um, it still takes a good amount of time for mothers, even young mothers, to lose the the baby fat so to speak the, the fat that comes mm, with pregnancy mm, and all that right uh, yeah and, and to get back into shape to be able to fit into the what was it called kabaya right the SQ kabaya yeah 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 because yeah. it's a very specific um uniform and a silhouette that I think they're going for la. so how do they you know I think the estimate is given the, like the, you need a mother needs about 6 to 12 months to actively lose that weight la, right that that win mm. and then uh, be able to fit in that. So, how does that work? La? Like, do they have to? Will they be you know not allowed to fly if they can't fit back into their old uniform or what? 
That's the thing. I yeah. think SQ responded saying that they have the same grooming standards for everyone. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Right, it, right. it, like, it sounds like... Uh, sorry, that was what? <laughs> that was 2010. But, yeah, like, 2010. but it still sounds, it still sounds yeah. like, like they're talking about like, you know... Uh, <laughs> like animals in a in a grooming like a pet shop or something like grooming standards uh, you know like you need to be groomed like a, a poodle in order to fly to fly with SQ <laughs> okay so so here's here's the opposing thought right if mm. SIA does have this requirement that just for whatever reason they mm. want all their stewardesses to be slim yeah. and lean and fit is that wrong or um wow that's a great question you know, recently, like... Yeah. Uh, Perfect conversation for two dudes. Yeah, two dudes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Recently, uh, yeah, and I mean, this is 2022, la, and, and uh, we live in an age yeah, where, where you know, when we say something like, oh, Victoria's Secret model, you know, people mm. your age and mine, we have a certain image of what a Victoria's Secret model looks like. The angel, la, right? You know, Runway, yeah. Adam Levine, and all, all that kind of stuff, la, right? Uh, but yeah, it's, we're in an age where... Uh, the Victoria's Secret advertisement that pops up on my Facebook feed now it's 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 plus size models, you know it's 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 stuff that that I would fit into more like Leila, you know. So so it's a very different mm. age that we're in where where I think uh all sorts of body shapes and sizes are being celebrated, uh rather than rather than uh made fun of or ridiculed like they were before lah. So mm. I mean in 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 this climate, do we need all the stewardesses to be young and slim and I don't even use the word beautiful because you know it, it, I think the modern concept of beauty is not just about being slim already right uh, mm, at least mm. at least uh, in the media so maybe it's a it's a good thing for the image that they have much more they appreciate much more diverse types of beauty right mm. yeah, and it will actually help them oh. reach out to a, a younger clientele as well but then, okay, so you see, like, uh, let's say you want to, you, you go to all those exhibitions and, you know, those salespeople, those, mm, mm. those like, uh, car models or, like, the people mm, who are just mm. standing next to the cars and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They tend to be, they tend to be, uh, you know, younger, maybe more well-groomed, mm, uh, mm. slimmer, more physically fit. Mm. So, so if, if the, that's the kind of stewards and stewardesses you want, is it because it is not explicit. Like, there's no airline that says, okay, we only want hot people on our plane. Mm. You're not hot? Sorry. Uh, is it the issue that they make it seem inclusive, but then you know at the back of your mind there's this filter. Lah, because you don't see people who don't fit that filter mm. amongst the, the crew. Because mm. I mean, let's say there was yeah. an airline. There was, let's say there was an airline that said, okay, we only want hot people for our crew. Mm, they're, not, mm, they're not doing anything wrong, right? They're, they're not, like they're a not. modeling agency. Not, right? Yeah, yeah. But, but remember that that will you could end up like uh like Abercrombie and Fitch uh, essentially you know yeah uh I think Abercrombie and Fitch was if if I uh, there's a documentary on Netflix I can't remember the name but it's a pretty good doc white white hot I think it was called white hot and essentially mm -hmm. yeah the Abercrombie and Fitch had this policy of hiring um you know salespeople who because they were front office uh, front of the desk and everything right they. They had to face customers, so they they would usually only hire like what they would consider hot people, like. But that's where it got started to get dicey. Like you know, what was their definition of a hot person, like? Was it a certain look? Was it a certain mm. hair color? Was it a certain skin color? Then that starts to bleed into uh yeah civil lawsuits and 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 discrimination laws and everything, like, Right? 
So mm-hmm. that's where, you know, you'd rather that if there was such a requirement, you'd rather that they codify it and make it, put it in black and white so that there's no, um, there, there's much ambiguity, less uh, yeah. Yeah, ambiguity about it, lah, right? Yeah, like, okay, there's a certain weight, there's a certain uh, size, there's a certain look that we need for our air stewards and air stewardesses. Because I think you can't get away from the fact that at the end of the day, like, yeah, like, the airlines are very tight. Uh, in the airplane, it's a very tight space. And, uh, mm. you know, can you imagine if the the, the, the air steward or air stewardesses are, uh, aren't able to navigate the space very easily? Whether it's because, you know, the the size or or, or just the, the physical strength, like not being able to lift up, help people lift their bags or lift their chairs forward, push their chairs forward and things like that. That, that's where um it's tricky la, right the requirement for some for fun, some physicality in your work and some physicality in, in being able to deal with some physicality in your work is there la. uh so i think they have to be a bit more explicit about it in this day and age if not they could go down that road of of uh being cancelled right as a as a business mm-hmm. which is the last thing you want la. yeah yeah but i mean i guess if I think the core one big reason is also because the nature of the work, right? Mm, like, okay, mm. if you're a because I was just thinking, let's say you start a modeling agency, you're fucking successful, mm. and then you're like, you know what? I want to start an airline using these models. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, that won't be wrong, right? Because there's there's that branding where okay, you maybe you want to say your airline. If you want to see hot people come to our airline, so so mm. I don't know. Would that would that cause issues? But but I think because that one starts with aesthetics first, because mm. no one discriminates against modeling agencies, like, right? Yeah. You won't get anyone just applying to a modeling agency. Yeah. Because the yeah. core of the work is dependent on people looking a certain way. Like. Mm. I mm. think for cabin crew, it really doesn't matter. You can be the fucking good cabin crew, but you might not be the most pleasant looking. Like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so I think that's one thing, the nature of the job. And the second thing is like, uh, even when you think about like the equality at the workplace, this sort of rule, like there's there's nothing for the guys, you know, if you're a dad, mm, mm. you can keep flying until your day of birth, yeah. uh, the day of birth of your kid. Yeah. After that, I like from what I found, paternity leave doesn't apply to cabin crew. Oh, I but see. But even if you, like, uh, then, because cabin crew, I think every month you will get your schedule of flights, mm, right? Correct, correct. And there is, there, or at least there was some leeway for scheduling your flights a certain way and you can do internal swaps and all that. Yeah, yeah. But this one just feels like, wow, it is damn fucking unequal. Yeah. Um, and that's why even when I was at SIA, I was like, wow, this SIA girl, it's almost like, um, you know, you have your, every company, you got your logo, mm. your, mm. you know, corporate colors and all that. Right. SIA girl felt, felt like an asset, you know, like the brand yeah. asset. Yeah. Here's an SIA girl for your shoot. Yeah. Oh, you need a photo shoot? Here's another SIA girl. Yeah. And it doesn't matter, they're like faceless, faceless people. La. Yeah. Or at least that's what it seemed. Yeah. Uh, and that was not good. La. Yeah. So, and, so, and so the, the, I like, think just, the, 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 the other aspect was the veil of secrecy around the process, la, right? Of selecting SIA, uh, SQ, uh, Singapore yeah. girls, la, right? Like, like, like I said, yeah. la, the, you know, the urban legend of the, the bikini and everything. Uh, those things plus, <clears throat> remember, I, I think I told you once, and I told I told the yellow butt community once about uh there was a Japanese air stewardess who was working at mm. SQ like right until the pandemic hit, and she started to make uh vlogs about um about her life as an SQ girl right, Mm-mm-mm. and I think mm. uh the videos got taken down quite quickly 
for for whatever reason. So maybe she was divulging too much about even just the the oh. how to prepare your hair as an SQ girl. That there are all these requirements mm. that that there's yeah, no yeah. loose hanging hair and things like that. Um, I think those were seen as trade secrets uh, of the SQ girl. So yeah. it, it's quite it's quite insane. Uh, it's almost like an Apple Apple iPhone level of secrecy. All these years, like you know, like you you cannot leak like what what uh what you're taught as a as a Singapore uh airline stewardess, like, right? It's kind of yeah, it's kind of yeah. crazy, and yeah. The the there are specific things. I think the way you do your makeup, the way you do your hair, um, mm. and I remember because when I was working at SIA, I used to be based at Airline House, which is yeah. the the unsexy part of the airport. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the airport is all the glitz and glamour, right? Yeah. The airline house is like the back office of the airport. It's fucking huge. Yeah. There's like thousands of employees. But I never knew that place existed. If you ever have been to Changi and you go down Changi Village mm. and you have the, the ocean on one side, then you have the ferry that goes to Pulau Tekong for NSMN. Mm. And in the distance, you see this clump of big ass buildings, right? Yeah. That's fucking airline house. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, it's damn far. Mm. But, um, all the cabin crew were trained at SIA Training Center, which is Changi. Mm. And I remember when I had my internship there, the the great thing about going to SIA Training Center is that because there's a lot of emphasis on training them to be courteous and, you know, like greeting all the passengers and all that. Yeah. They actually carry out that same thing with anyone they see at SIA Training uh-huh, Center. I see, I see. So here I am as a 21-year-old, like a uh, 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 like a uh, st- student coming back for internship mm. and I see all these people just walking past morning sir morning sir I'm like morning morning <laughs> morning yeah morning have a good day morning yeah. morning wow I feel like a fucking champion man yeah yeah. you feel well taken care of lah, right Like I feel well taken off then I go to airline house I'm like oh okay 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 <laughs> yep yep this is reality yeah, yeah, this yeah. is reality yeah but I mean uh, it, but, it be, being well taken care of isn't necessarily uh, correlated to how young or good looking you are lah, right yeah, in, exactly. In, yeah, yeah. yeah correct. Some of my best experiences flying, uh, yeah, as in in terms of like uh, the feeling like you know your needs are taken care of and everything, uh, have happened with, with you know much more experienced, much 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 more much I would say much older cabin crew as well. Mm. You know they 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 mm. know how to engage you and talk to you and then help you in, in in whenever you need certain things like uh like when I was traveling with my kid for the first time, um this this earlier this year. Uh, it was, I mm. think, uh, you know, the both both legs of my trip, the going there and coming back. Um, one was with uh, one one way was with much younger cabin crew. The other way back was with much more experienced older cabin crew, and I felt much like much better taken care of. Like they they empathized with my my problems with you know flying with a kid and all that much more, and they were just much more understanding and then reaching out to offer help where they could lah. Whereas I felt that the younger crew was more like, you know, more like, oh, okay, uh, oh no, it's another dad with a young kid again, and and yeah, was it? Yeah, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, sorry, sir, you 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 know you, I know you, yeah, you got you have to go back to your seat to eat your meal and all that, even though that your kid is like crying <laughs> and everything. Okay, fine, you know. So yeah, I, I think don't, don't I think the important things that people don't like, like I said, I like, don't don't fetishize fetish fetishize. Is it is that the verb fetishize? Mm, fetishize. Yeah, don't fetishize the the whole idea of like, oh, I want my cabin crew to be young and. And, and and slim and and and, and you know everything because that doesn't mean that you have a better flight experience, uh. Yeah, yeah. Because I, like the demographic of passengers mm. is also very wide, right? Yeah. And if you're stuck in a plane for Wait, like nine white, to twelve hours, very wide or very white, wide, 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 oh, okay, wide, okay, okay, wide, okay. wide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Certain flights can be very wide, <laughs> but uh, generally the demographic very wide. Ah, okay, okay. So is is na- natural. I mean, it makes sense to have a demographic of 
cabin crew that is also white lah. Mm. Like what you said, mm. like someone who's well versed with parents, like what it means to be uh, a, a parent and all that. Yeah. So, so I mean, I guess I like this is a positive change uh, at least uh, I guess. Mm. And I do recall uh, when 2011, when the latest CEO took over, mm. uh, even within the span of one year plus, there were a few changes. Uh. I think a few years later, I heard that, you know, wearing khaki pants on Friday is okay. Oh, really? Because wow. for a <laughs> yeah, I remember when I went there, uh, I, because I was bonded, right? So yeah. I knew I wasn't going to get like, unless I fuck up damn badly, then I'll get fired. Mm. So I had an earring from uni uh-huh. and when I went back, I just wanted to see how long it would take for someone to tell me to take the earring off. Like, it took three days. Like. <laughs> wow. Three days. Like literally someone told me, I think, yeah, you should you should take off your, your earring. Now I don't know. Now, now, now I, I really don't know, man. But couldn't you, um, couldn't you pass the earring off as like a religious item or religious. something? Yeah. <laughs> religious. Yeah. You need to have it on, uh, yeah. No, I think probably can. But then if word gets around that eh, I'm super religious, then maybe all the religious employees will come in like, hey, you know, join our uh, daily religious sessions or something. Then, yeah, it just felt like, no lah. I just wanted to test it and it took three days. Got my Uh, answer. I see, I see. Yeah lah. Wow. So, yeah, I think think, uh, it's an interesting experiment to run lah, right? Whether on the ground people call you out for for these kind of infections as well lah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Maybe you should have like what, worn mean, a tank top, worn a tank top or something like that, lah, and then and then see how twenty ten, lah, to, <laughs> to twenty nine, twenty nine. I think if I did that, even like people on the street would be like, "Hey, what the fuck are you doing?" Ah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. twenty nine was a bit a bit long ago. Ah. Yeah, but I think like it, it still feels feels. I think now there's maybe less emphasis on the SIA girl, and you know that that whole like what you say that fetish. Mm. I think it has died down over the years for good reason. Mm. Uh, but the kabaya is still an awesome uniform la. And SI service yeah. is still when you say, super when good. When you say la. awesome, what right. do you mean? What do you mean awesome? What do you mean by awesome? Like it's very, it's very unique. Yeah, it's quite um, iconic. And I yep. think that, yeah, iconic. And even the design, the patterns, there is some sort of cultural relevance lah, you know? Mm, mm. But um, does it need the, to be the, so fitting? That's my question. Oh yeah la. Like uh, that one, it doesn't need to be like, it doesn't need to be. <laughs> like, like the can design? it be a little baggier for their comfort or something? <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm, uh, that's why I'm wondering lah. Yeah. Because I know when I was at Scoot, we were even in the process of designing the cabin crew uniform, right? Mm-hmm. I think one of the things was like, they were the, generally the feedback was, like, can we please have something comfortable? Something that is a bit more flexible, a bit more stretchable. Because like, mm. I don't know. I don't know how it feels to wear the kabaya. Mm. Uh, yeah. Even though you can get it at Chinatown, right? Those bootleg yes. ones. Bootleg ones. Yeah, but they definitely, they definitely yeah. aren't as uh, well-tailored as those that the stewardesses and all that wear, well, right? Oh yeah, 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 correct, correct. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't need to be that tight, like. It doesn't need to be that tight. Yeah, the design is, yeah, the fabric design is nice. Fabric design is nice, and uh, and then just the yeah. look of it is is a very iconic look, like, Right, but yeah, whether it needs to yeah, be that yeah. tight, that that you know, uh, is is a it's a question that we need to ask ourselves in twenty twenty two, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct, correct. So I don't know, like, I think. This the whoever is the like internally within SI designing yeah. that I'm sure it has been an issue that has come up over the years more and more. Yeah. Maybe now they're even designing like maternity versions, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, or, or, maternity or, versions. Or maybe here's a suggestion for SQ, right? Let's let's nip this like this whole tightness of the kabaya, how how curvy and everything it looks. Maybe what they need to do is to move in the times and create like a dry fit kabaya. Like something that mm. like really it fits you for a reason, right? To wick the sweat off your back and then to make you comfortable. 
so so like people can't people can't complain about it being too tight already because it's tight because it's the of the material. It's a high tech material. So it's like lycra like that. Uh, uh, like like, lycra. Uh, like, like spandex. Uh, yeah yeah yeah. But that one, <laughs> <laughs> you go on the plane, you'll have you like, lose like, your shit. Man. Yeah, you look like X Men, like X Men as to on the plane. Yeah. Yeah. But 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 that would help SQ get around the whole like uh. Oh, you know, your uniform is trying hard too hard to be like sexy and all that kind of stuff. La, right? Oh, so you mean that's the workaround uh, to it, make it spandex? Yeah. For guys and girls. For guys and spandex. <laughs> I mean it's 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 on the technology, you know. You can't you can't help it. It has to be that tight. Uh, it, it's not we're not we're, we're not trying to be anti woke or anything. It's just it has to be very tight. It, and if it happens to show the curves, you know, what whatever like happens to like uh, But for the guys also, for the guys also for do the guys. Then yeah. when there's a crew like putting the bags in the overhead bag in, then you know his his jewels are right next to your face. I mean, okay lah, we have jewels at Changi and Changi Jewel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the Changi Jewel experience. <laughs> yeah, we can put that that idea in the list of all these companies to take on also. Yeah, spandex spandex crew uniforms for Singapore Airlines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can do kebaya, you can do the the batik design, you can do any design you want. Yeah. Can meet your requirements. Can cater to people who are pregnant, not pregnant. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, I mean the other. I mean, it's no joke. Also, that the the job is physical. Like, I think, uh, you know, in the past month, we've had unruly passengers who assaulted cabin crew, right? Um, yeah. Then we've had. Uh, I think there was cabin crew in in I think Melbourne or something who were assaulted yeah. on their way to just buy groceries and outside the hotel. So um. Yeah, it's also no joke that yeah, because of the nature of their jobs, that sometimes these situations comes uh, do come up lah, and and uh, yeah. being able to if they're wearing spandex or what, they might be able to to defend themselves better and all these things lah. And and right. I mean, it's a good point you bring up because like everything we're talking now is about the policy towards cabin crew. Mm. I think cabin crew, right? Like fucking, I salute them mm. uh, because being service staff on the ground is really hard enough. Mm. Being service staff in the air, right? is fucking crazy. Like yeah. these past few weeks when I was traveling, uh, there was one flight, I think I was standing just waiting to use the restroom mm. and a cabin crew told, uh, came up to me and said, okay, um, sir, I'm sorry, the a previous guy got sick uh, mm. where you stood. I cleaned it up, but just be careful. So here's what a mean, cabin you know crew. What do you mean got sick where you stood? Vomited, vomited. Or where you were standing? Vomited on the carpet. Yeah, vomited oh, on the, the carpet. carpet. I see, okay, okay. Yeah, then I was thinking, and she said, don't worry, I cleaned it up. It should be fine, but just giving you a heads up. I was like, oh, thank you so much. Then I was thinking, here is someone who has to attend to all these customers who can be assholes, even mm. based on my little experience. Yeah. Um, You are having to deal with like, you know, food, baggage, and now you have to clean puke. I'm like, holy shit, man. Yeah. Because there's no one else to clean one. You don't have cleaners on the plane. Yeah, the crew do it. If you poop all over the toilet, the crew does it. The yeah. crew takes care of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, the, the crew thing, fucking uh, takes care of it. It's, uh, yeah, like, on, on the surface, it looks like a very glamorous drop. But it, it, yeah, there are aspects of having to clean the toilet and, and clean up puke and, yeah, and babies, babies puke and stuff like that, lah, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, but yeah man. Tough job, man. So, yeah. Yeah, but I was just surprised that it was first raised in the public 2010. 12 years, man. When I was 12, there. 12, yeah, 12 years as stewardess, man. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think yeah, I think it's good that it's moving forward, but um, I think, yeah, just just maybe maybe yeah, more transparency about that whole process and, and how they come up with these policies all would be helpful to them as a company as well. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. SIA 2022. Uh, yeah, but 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 speaking yeah. of uh, you know stewardesses, 
having to be sing uh, having to be single to really enjoy the fruits of of being a stewardess and everything, lah, right? Uh, mm. we 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 are delving delving to a topic about uh why Singaporeans are staying single, lah, right? Yeah. What is this topic about? Um, basically, there's been a few articles that have been written recently. Uh, following this survey by the National Population and Talent Division about uh, marriage and parenthood. Mm. So it was done from February to June 2021, but some of the findings were things like 50% of the survey respondents, Mm. there were about 2,850 survey respondents, Mm. uh, Singaporean singles, 50% of them are not actively dating, Mm. and 38% of them have never dated before. Mm. Mm. So... There, uh, there are other stats also, but this one article focused on like um, reasons why they are not dating, mm. um, how they are meeting partners, and generally, a lot more people are meeting via dating apps, right. um, yeah. uh, compared to twenty sixteen and twenty twelve when the survey was was last done as well. Mm. Yeah. So when you read that headline, right, mm. what were your thoughts, huh? Um, I I think one one thing I I I did go think of before jumping to analyzing the article was that this survey was done I think between February and June of 2021 right yeah yeah so we were thick in the middle of uh, COVID and everything at that point in time it means we were thick in the middle of uh, you know a lot of measures to limit group interactions social interactions and also uh, to some extent there will be I I think there's 100% there will be an effect on on people being out there and meeting new people and dating and everything, right? So mm. there, there is probably a slight... Uh, the, the, you need to give these numbers a bit of a COVID discount. Uh. When you say 50% mm. of, of, of single people are not dating, it, it could be just a matter of they're just waiting out, waiting it out like, in terms of COVID. It's just a very difficult period in COVID to be out there meeting people and going on dates and all that, right? Mm. Yeah, yeah. But, but that said, it still tells you that a significant proportion of people... Uh, were not actively uh, seeking partners or anything like that uh, during yeah. a quite it wasn't a short period like, it was like almost like two years like, right this whole COVID thing yeah well actually that's a that's a good point that I had not thought of at, at this point like mm. if you were asking people last year February to June where I think the restrictions were still you wear masks everywhere yeah, right yeah and no, no um, concerts and all that to, to talk about that right yeah yeah no concerts and gatherings of people are limited yeah um. So so yeah, that puts those numbers in perspective, mm. Okay. So maybe the number of thirty eight percent of them haven't dated before. Yeah. Um. The I'm curious also when they say date, right? They never put a definition of what they mean by date. Oh, okay. So what's your definition of a date? So my definition is that you're going out, but you're not exclusive yet. I know that ah, is okay. not a definition that everybody holds. Like for you, uh, going out meaning you go out and do stuff, like Right. That that's like on a date, yeah. la. On a day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I, th- I think there needs to be uh, physical, like, like meeting up, la, then to be considered a date, la, right? Yeah. Yeah, correct. correct. But physical meeting up, let's say you are like getting frisky, uh, uh, hanky panky, all that kind of stuff. Are you dating or are you relationship? You are dating. Yeah, dating. Yeah, you are dating. Because it's la, not right? exclusive. La. There's, no, there's no like, oh, you can't see other people at the point of time, that kind of thing, la, right? Yeah, but I've heard some people say that even they refer to their boyfriend, you're like, oh, I'm dating him. Then I'm like, oh. uh, I mean, technically, you, that is correct. It is correct. There's another correct. layer. La. Dating, I think yeah. dating in the Venn diagram is, is the bigger circle, right? And then when you have yeah, a boyfriend and exclusive, there's a smaller circle within the dating circle. La. 
Like you could be then, dating multiple people, but they're not boyfriends or girlfriends, lah, right? Correct. No, then then okay. If if so, if no physical thing has happened yet, is it dating mm. for you? If no physical, I mean, uh, as in that means phys- a kiss, lah. Yeah, don't oh, hug or something, oh, oh. lah. Uh, yeah, it can it can be dating as long as you. I, I I don't mean physical as in getting physical. I, I mean like you meet up face to face, lah. Yeah, and then you talk. And really? You have emotional. You have, hey, Harish, it's not all about physical. There's also emotional. <laughs> no. There's an emotional no, aspect of no, dating, just, my friend. Okay, no, yeah. I'm just saying you can meet up with like a friend of the opposite sex or the same sex yeah. multiple times, one on one. Yeah. Nothing physical happens. You have this emotional connection and all, but doesn't necessarily mean you're, you're dating per se, right? Um, or does it? It can be. Yeah, you can say. I, okay, I, yeah, okay. I'm it can dates, be. It can yeah. be, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it can be. Because you know, nobody goes very... on dates. Nobody goes on dates and like in the first or second date immediately. <laughs> oh, I like you already, and this is officially a date. We know nobody. Correct, does correct, that, correct. Right? Yeah, yeah. No, correct. I take that back. I think I guess where I was coming from was that then there's a there's a gray line, lah, right? Mm. And I think mm. that's where certain mis-expectations are. Because mm. I won't deny mm. there have been people yeah. that I've gone out with a few times. I'm like, oh, you know, got chance. Then I find out I was just friend zoned from like the second minute, yeah. And then how many? Yeah. And then, and and then you comes, carry on, carry yeah. on for years, right? <laughs> I think, yeah. If I remember correctly, a lot of your all these stories last. What did we carry on for years? That means like hey, hey, hey. This, hello, this, hello. this 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 gray zone that you are in, <laughs> you sort of like wading through it like a like for years, like almost like Sandra Bullock in Bird Box, like that you're like just feeling your way through, and then without realizing that you know, yeah, you're already <laughs> thick in the friend zone already, la. Yeah. You mean like I have multiple gen charts, la. I have multiple gen charts. Yeah, that yeah, for me, like, still got potential, but their Genshard is like, this guy friend zone struck off like crazy. Oh, he wants yeah. to meet up. Okay, I'll just meet yeah, up. Yeah. Like that, that um, we're uh, talking yeah. about that dating Venn diagram. You're already outside of that big, that bigger <laughs> dating circle. <laughs> yeah, but there I was, like, think I'm inside. Catching up with a brother <laughs> circle. Catching up with an old friend <laughs> no, so, circle. Yeah. yeah. So there were a few times, I won't fucking deny it, there were a few times that I thought I was like, deep in the circle. I was like, mm. the center of the circle looking at the boundaries or like, I'm in. Mm. Then I find out I'm so far outside um, that that is not even, I can't even see the circle. Yeah, what, I can't what, even see actually, the fucking actually, circle. interesting thought about why, why, why do you think there's such misreading of cues from both sides? Huh? For both you and no, the other so, person. Why? Yeah? So personally for me, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think for me, my dating, uh, yeah, I think I sucked as a dater uh, early on. What's that mean, to uh, be sucked as a dater? That means now I'm fucking smooth, lah, <laughs> dude. No, 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 no. Different, I'm not asking you about as a pickup artist, like, where your skill is. I'm asking you as a, I think dating is a very different skill from being a pickup artist, lah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think, okay, so being clear about your, your feelings, like, if you like someone, mm. don't hide it, you know, don't right. make, don't, you, you just be open, be honest, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yes, well, yes. I think earlier on, I was like, oh, you know, like, mm, yes. yeah, okay, let's take this slow. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I think you're, you're, um, you're hitting a very good point that uh, uh, young people, uh, I mean, even ourselves in our 20s, and, and young people, because I see, uh, you know, on, on, on certain Reddit threads, I ask Singapore and all that, uh, there, there's a lot of this, like, they don't know, <clears throat> excuse me, they don't know what the situation is with someone that they yeah. are spending a lot of time with, like, right? And and there's yeah, this there's yeah. this very big fear that uh, if you let your if you put yourself out there if you're vulnerable then you lose the person or you know they might get turned off or what and uh, I think like what you said like 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 that that's why a lot of people are always find themselves in this gray zone and they can't seem they don't dare or can't seem to get out of it like right and, and yeah, then, uh, yeah, as you correct, get older correct. you just realize like um yeah time is too short like, don't waste your time thinking whether yes or no if you want it you go for it if not then just move on like, right. But then the caveat there is also like, uh, I mean, 
just because you need to be honest and and show that you have a certain emotion, yeah, yeah, you don't yeah. go like, if correct, I, correct. I want you to 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 mother my kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and don't <laughs> and, and and give things time. Give things time, right? Yeah, yeah. And don't don't don't. So it's, you, you can't just like, oh, I don't like the way I don't like the way that you you eat your mushrooms. So yeah, this yeah, is not working yeah. out for me. <laughs> so so that's why I was wondering the definition of dating here is uh, so like they never they talk about the demographic, they talk about the age, mm. but they never say dating. Yeah, correct, especially correct. in this day and age where you can be messaging for a long time. Yeah. Uh, before you actually meet up, yeah. and you might have a connection there already, yeah. and that's where also I think dating apps like kind of prevent the friend zone thing from happening because you have, if you're on a dating app, you swipe. Yeah, it's really very clear. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. we are dating. dating. Yep, yep, yep. We are dating. But but that, that's where that the figure of that thirty eight percent have not even been on a date or on haven't actually dated anyone. That kind of uh, yeah, it's quite a it's quite a shocking thing to me also lah, right? Uh, because I would. I mean, I, I never grew up, I never dated through the the swiping era, the Tinder era mm. and everything. So mm. I was like, always under the impression that everyone is dating. Everyone is on one of these apps. Everyone who's single is probably... Oh, you mean this day and age? Yeah, this it? day and age. That every, it's so easy to, to go on a date now. Whereas last time in... in, in, in oh, it won't say even my time, but let's say 10 years ago, it was more like, you kind of got to be out there meeting up with your friends and then you all meet more people and then and then you like all hang out together. Then I, you know, it's just a much more cumbersome process to like find people to date, lah, right? Uh, so yeah. I'm quite surprised that this statistic is so high. It seems rather high that so many people have uh, have never dated or been on. Uh, is, it, is it is that the term that they use? Never dated before? Never dated, yeah. So assuming dating, dating is like where... Um, it's something like the more traditional way. I mean, there's physical, there's emotional or something. Because Mm-mm-mm. I think maybe this doesn't encompass the people who have had like just purely physical stuff. I don't know. But mm. actually that number, I actually can totally see it. Maybe it's because I went through the dating apps era um, mm. and I, I found my fiance at a time when you, there were more ways to find companionship in some way. Mm. Mm. Uh, there's more... There's more ways to keep yourself busy. There's more ways to distract yourself. There's more ways to find, I don't know, an outlet to to fulfill your need for relationships or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was that was four years ago. I think now, right? Honestly, like, if you maybe if you want to hook up, I don't know. Maybe now it's like you want to hook up. There's a place you just go do your physical stuff, and then you come back and you don't like. It, it just feels like it, every your your needs have all been itemized now, right? Where everything can be checked off with a different app or something like that, lah. Mm. Uh, so you know yeah, I mean? so it's easier. So yeah. you're saying that it, um, as much as uh, there are all these dating apps out there, uh, they they're kind of like, um, people don't even. That's why people don't even take the act of like finding a date and all that, or going out on a date and all that that seriously, lah. Right. So for some people, yeah. it's like they could be on these apps. They could be swiping. They could even be uh, meeting up and hooking up with people, but they're not necessarily dating these people. Uh, like that means taking them seriously and then going out for dinner and having conversations and all that, uh, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, and 
yeah, that and also the fact that I remember, okay, when I was uh, not dating, mm. yeah, as you get older also, as your friends starting to get start get married, then mm. Friday nights, you know, you've got nothing to do and it's a yeah. shitty feeling. No? Yeah. Then the worst is if I go to a wedding and yeah. everyone at the table is fucking in the love of their life and shit, <laughs> then I just be like, fuck this shit, yeah. you know? Because there's a certain, okay, so apart from me being an asshole or something, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. at the core of it is this feeling that you're alone, right? Mm. And everyone around you is in a relationship. But now, if you're feeling alone, they're probably it's so it's a lot easier to connect with people who feel that same sentiment as well. That's so why you see the rise of like you know incel groups and all. That's a whole mm. other. Oh, you mean connect? What I'm with, saying is connect with uh people of the same of the same gender and all who are also feeling lonely like you lah. Yeah. Uh, okay, you're not saying connect yeah. with people of the opposite sex or anything lah. Yeah, no, 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 okay, no. Okay. Because I mean, if you are like trying to find a date and all, yeah, the, at the core of it is you maybe feel alone, la, like, mm. oh shit, all my friends and all my like, relationships and all. But now you can find other people going through that and that can be a form of companionship. La, so it feels less alone. Right. Uh, it feels I see, less I see. alone. So, so it's, it's, yeah. In some sense, also, uh, maybe people are finding that they don't necessarily need to date in order to, to feel that loneliness, uh, that, that, lon- that, yeah, that bucket, la, right? Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, okay. Correct, that's correct. that's an interesting thought because yeah, I mean, um, I you know sometimes uh some not because this year it, I've got a lot of friends turning forty like, Right, you know, uh, friends mm. of my year and everything. Uh, my my turn hasn't come, but yeah, soon. But I have a lot of friends turning forty, and I think they're all coming to that. Uh, those single ones are coming to some sort of realization that that this is a point in their lives where where the idea of settling down becomes uh, urgent, right? You know. And and why why is oh, why really, yeah. why they realize so is because they they go they go on these dating apps and you know they 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 find people there and what they're finding is that um they are meeting people who are much younger than them lah because usually like you know especially for guys when you're on those dating apps you're usually meeting uh much younger girls lah right and and a mm. friend of mine even told me that he was meeting girls who are one whole Chinese zodiac calendar cycle behind him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's he's a dog, and he's he goes on a date with another dog, a dog. Who's that means they are twelve years, twelve full years younger, and they connect in that way. Oh, we are both dogs, you know. That means yeah, we're both one calendar cycle behind each other. Uh, you are one calendar cycle behind me, and that is it shocked him to the core, lah, Right. So, um, uh-huh. I, I, and then then the next stage of that is that because of the age gap, uh, there's a lot of different expectations of what a date should entail, lah, And I think, uh you know, a 40-year-old versus a 28-year-old person, the idea of a fun time on a weekend is also very different, you know? At 28, you are mm. going for concerts, you are going to zook out, you are going for for Wonder Fruit or whatever that, that those things are in, in Thailand and all that, you know, those music festivals. And you're maybe going, you're planning like a, a hiking trip or a kayaking, you're going kayaking and that's your idea of a date, lah. Whereas when you're 40 years old and you're dating, the <laughs> idea of a date is probably to like... Being in a hawker center. Yeah, in a hawker center, order your favorite food, bring it home, and then sit down with a book or watch Netflix or something, you know? Uh, just a lot more... Or the other chill. extreme. Ah, or the other extreme. Or the other extreme. You fly off to yeah. fucking Bangkok or something. Yeah. Or you try you maybe participate in Iron Man or something. You do an Iron Man. La. That's your idea of a, yeah, something yeah. interesting when you're when you're 40, la, right? So, so yeah, it's just... Mm. Uh, it, you know, for, for my friends in that, that phase, it's, it's been... Um, it's not an easy transition and, and, and as much as technology has made it easier, like you said, to, to plug the gaps of loneliness, uh, there's still some fundamental uh, feelings that, that they, they can't, they can't they, they, this technology can't plug yet, right? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I mean, on the flip side, the 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 darker side of dating apps is that it it makes it there's so much grass that seems greener. Mm, the mm. grass is always fucking greener. Yeah, you know. And I think last time also there was this thing that okay, um, you you settle down. Now I can imagine that there's so much more emphasis on financial independence. Mm. Things are getting more expensive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So people are doing calculations on what is the cost of having a child, what is the cost of being in a relationship, and all that. Yeah. Then it just feels like oh shit. Um. And now also I think there are more people renting places of their own. Mm. Last time honestly, like living with your parents, I can. Do- I I felt the motivation. I just want to get fucking married so I can get my own place. <laughs> And have my own space. Yeah, yeah. I felt that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I felt that. So, so now there's all these other factors that I think this is only going to get higher, man. Yeah, and, and it's I mean, only going to get higher. You you talked about housing and all these things that the decisions that come with getting married, but even just going on a date can be so expensive these days, right? You don't know, like yeah, man. You go for an expensive dinner. I mean, you don't have to choose an expensive place, but but I mean, like even if you want to like. Go out for burgers or something. Go to Shake Shack. At least a slightly more atas place than the McDonald's, lah. Right? Uh, yeah. Mm. I mean, that that will set you back a good amount already, lah. Right? Just two burgers yeah. and two shakes or something, and then and after that you want to watch a movie. Oh, you gotta watch, you know, something on IMAX. You wanna watch Avatar on IMAX or whatever. That's like good. I don't know what fifteen dollars, twenty dollars a ticket. So yeah, that that sets you back quite a bit. So the cost of going on dates these days is. It's um, it's high, it's yeah. high, man. Like, 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 I would totally understand if someone decides, why, 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 why take the, why bother? You know, just you, you just stay at home and just chill out and hang out with friends and or you know find other like-minded people on apps and all that. They just, just chill out at home and not spend all that money, lah, Right? Yeah, or just find ways to hook up, lah. Because if you're living in your own place, yeah, you know, you just hook up, you just hook up, you know. Yeah. Because I also felt that like four years ago, I was going on dates and like. Fuck man, this is expensive. Mm. So then my approach was on dating apps. The moment I connect, I will throw out all the corniest jokes and just all the the my profiles. I showed pictures that were a bit more me. Yeah. So if they don't feel that, <laughs> then early on I know already. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. So basically, so, that's so your kudos your, to my to my fiance. Yeah. So that's your filter, la, Like like if they can stand my filter. corny jokes really and, the, filter. and the cheesy photos and all that. It means yeah. that they. Well, so you're saying that they have a kind of a at least the base sense of humor about them, lah, right? Yeah. So that you won't yeah, waste the because... hundred bucks on going on a date, with that. and then then the first joke you crack, then they're like, "Oh, that's not funny. Take it back. It's offensive. Whatever, lah." Yeah, because that happened. That happened yeah, a few yeah, times. Yeah. I go for dinner. And Fifteen minutes into the conversation, I'm like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. So then my picture, I put like picture of me in a tree, mm, picture mm, of me like uh just doing stupid ass shit. Yeah. Um. So kudos to my fiance. Yeah. I mean, why, how come you didn't She's put like a photo right. of you like doing Excel spreadsheet or something like that so that people know that oh wow this one is a very like oh he's very organized kind of guy and then organized spreadsheet is not the sexiest <laughs> thing in any oh, okay, decade okay. or century like, okay. so there's still a positive spin <laughs> to you taking a photo in a tree and all like, that oh he's very outdoorsy and all because, that because I mean it's just like like I think it was from a video we did and I'm like okay mm. like this is gonna be this is part of my my personality and all you have to be okay with it like yeah, and if yeah. you're not then better uh-huh. early you find out early I find out I see I see I think, okay okay I think I put something in the bio also was like uh uh I I'm I'm something it was something about toes or something there was a there was a joke lah I can't oh. fucking remember <laughs> but it was something like okay if they can get this joke and all. Like mm. something like I like like hands or something, but toes better. Some fucking weird thing. Yeah. So so 
Yeah. So my my fiance probably remembers that lah. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Correct. But um, but it's probably yeah. such a bad joke. You 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 probably even blocked it out of your own <laughs> head already. Wiped from my memory. Yeah. Wiped from her her memory. Also. Yeah. I mean, uh, just but just yeah, going back to the 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 survey. Uh, they were asking the reasons yeah. why uh the 38% out of those 50% of singles uh who are who are not seeing anyone why why haven't they why are they not dating la? they they're asking oh sorry they just mm. asked those who are not currently dating and i think the biggest reason cited was limited social circle i have a limited social circle mm. which i mean to some extent i think you you can you you can give a covid discount for that la, right um, but then the, mm. the next biggest thing was not having opportunities to meet potential partners. 57% of people saying that. Uh, again, there's a COVID thing, but, but COVID, like, uh, like uh. It, it's kind of, um, kind of ironic, right? Because when you're in a relationship and, and, or even like, like me married and all that, it's actually the, the, you actually feel like, oh, actually there's, uh, you, you don't, not, not meeting partners, but even just meeting new people and friends and all that, right? It's actually uh, you have yeah. so much less time and and less energy and less uh uh less mental capacity to go out and meet new friends and make and make new friends and meet new people la. But why is it that singles yeah. are complaining that they don't have opportunities to meet potential partners? Wow, no one I've. I mean, just okay. If I would just go back a few years, for me it was. I think for me the difficulty was. Because uh, I was really like in my mid thirties, mm. having the meet a friend through a friend kind of died out mm. Everyone was kind of like a lot of people were were settled already. Mm. So, so that was one thing that I felt. But now, I mean, because they did interview people from twenty one all the way to I think forty five mm. or something. Mm. Right, yeah. Uh, so it's across the range. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe it's just the COVID discount. Uh. Maybe there's a COVID discount. Or maybe. But I also I also do feel yeah. that there is a. In the, even just the way the, that that line is questioned, not having many opportunities to meet potential partners, that kind of like mm. you're almost closing off uh, how the, the 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 ways in which you will meet potential partners, lah. Right? You know what I mean? That's true. Because because if you're going that's in true. with a mindset that oh, I need to have opportunities to meet potential partners, that's when it's probably then then you'll find it really hard to meet people because it sounds like you are almost like. Uh, not thinking that you know like that that any you know at any time or point you could just happen to bump into people like, right you could happen to bump into someone interesting whether even at the Bro, work you conference in Singapore la, <laughs> that one all Angmaw one la. you think what return trade at HDB Centre <laughs> then spill a bit of soup then you're like oh shit and your eyes yeah. meet and all of it yeah yeah serendipity <laughs> yeah, you know that kind of like yeah, you happen to share uh, the you argue with someone because they put a tissue uh, old tissue paper to choke <laughs> yeah, the seat. Then oh, it. turns out that person is the love of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but yeah, yeah. yeah but but I mean, some uh, I don't know. There's something about the the idea that uh, these things actually happen when you, you are not uh, looking for them, lah. Right. Uh, yeah. There's almost like the time and place. Okay, I am looking for a date now. Yeah. Okay. Two p.m. finish. Okay, I'm not looking yeah. anymore. I'm not looking yeah. anymore. I'm not looking uh, anymore. I don't want to talk to anybody. No eye contact. Lah. Yeah. I don't. I'm not gonna like make small talk or try to make small talk with anybody because it's, yeah, this, I'm not, I'm not looking for it right now, you know? Whereas, mm. the, 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 I think, uh, part of it is, is, is just being open-minded to, to, yeah, you know, you meet people and you never know, you, you ask a question or two about them, you know? And you never know where that question, mm. what that question might lead to, lah, right? Because mm. uh, mm. I think, yeah, it's very easy to, uh, if I recall also, like, when I was in that phase as well, it's very, it was very easy to be like, 
oh, it's so, yeah, I can't, can't be bothered to talk to people because, oh, yeah, I look at them, uh, yeah, this is not my type really, that kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very easy mm-hmm. to fall into that trap as opposed to like just being open to, okay, even we don't, if we're not my type or what, we can all just hang out and just be friends, uh, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, not, not, yeah. I think it's just uh, for those who are looking and, and finding not having many opportunities opportunities to meet potential partners, uh, just say don't don't focus too much on those having opportunities. Just focus on you know growing yourself and having a good time, lah. Yeah, yeah. But I will say like sometimes it's uh when you are looking but not finding, which uh I experienced last time. It's also through it's a weird state, lah. Yeah, it's a weird state. I'm sure, I'm sure. And I think now, yeah, now with social media, it just makes everything worse. I really mm. think it makes everything worse. You have this, this, this comparison thing that comes up. That's why yeah. the survey actually is quite interesting, not even just for dating because they had some questions that I think even if you're married, it's worth, I don't know, it's, it's interesting questions like what would be your priority after getting married, your career or raising a family, mm. Mm. your ideal uh, actual number of children, reasons yeah. to not have children, uh, what will determine whether or not you have a child because that, kicks up discussions around like the whole cost of having a child mm. and and all that like and yeah it's yeah you look at these questions like huh okay yeah. interesting yeah interesting very interesting question but yeah but yeah yes. so I, there's a copy of the pdf and mm. and there's a summary report on population.gov.sg we will put those links in the show notes yeah and and if you have any insight or thoughts about you know being a single person and why you're not choosing to date or why you're not dating anyone uh, yeah do let us know in the, the subreddit as well right yeah man yeah cool yeah alright speaking of which back to the one the one shook comment yes one shook comment what is I mean we, yeah. we've had a good a good month la. what is your one shook comment of the month um I mean my one shook comment was uh just just people, just seeing people message, hey guys, you know, it's been a dry three weeks. Mm. Um, I think today also someone said like, oh, it's been a month and all that. Uh, it does feel like, even even uh, for me, like, okay, there's there's this community that we have built that really feels like a, like a family almost. Mm. So, mm. so nothing in particular, but just, yeah, getting that sentiment, which I really appreciate. To, to, and even people who know me, they've messaged me like, oh, yo, man. Uh, mm. One person in particular who says he... Listens to me while listens to us while while he showers. Mm, mm. To to that person listening, you know who you are, man. Yeah. Uh, and now we are. I'm, I'm glad to accompany you on your showers again, lah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I I don't think I have a specific. Um, I I think there's a the post where 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 people did uh, screenshots uh, a social media post that my wife made about about everything that's been happening in the past month and and. Um, it's just yeah. I mean, a lot of the comments were very, you know, heartfelt and and uh, very sincere about uh, you know, sharing their their emotions and as well. So I think uh, yeah, one of the things that I've realized is that um, speaking to other people who have been through this experience as well is that especially for the dads, uh, the guys, the dads in this experience, it's very hard to. There's this societal expectation for you to you know stay strong, take care of the the mother, because you know you haven't gone through the physical aspect of things as well, and and uh, as a result, there's also much fewer resources that that dads can have for for you know just reaching out to people and 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 telling your story or hearing their stories and all. You see, so uh, 
for me, like uh, you know, the podcast podcasts were an important resource, and and in, in I think uh, along the uh, in the last two years, people have told us that our podcast also has been uh has been a very strong source of support for them through various periods of their life, like and some of them very challenging periods of their life of of loneliness of 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 spending time with family and all. So yeah, it's just very heartening to know that um. That that we've also meant this like we've also been a, a small ray of light for for people as as podcasts were a small ray of light for me during this period during this difficult period as well and I think everyone mm. who who sent out messages I you know I say I would say thank thanks a lot for for the thoughts and uh, yeah it's 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 a tough period but but you know we will all get through it together fuck yeah man yeah fuck yeah yeah cool. But yes, Absolutely. I mean, cool. It, yeah, it, it never. I mean, all this, uh, you know, whether it's bad news or what, it doesn't stop us from having one shock things in our lives. We always have one shock yeah. thing. And what is your one shock yeah. thing this time? Uh my one shock. Oh shit! We do just you, okay. You wanna you wanna go first? My one. Sh- yeah. God damn it! My tab. Yeah. It, I think yeah. my one shock no. thing. Uh. One of the the shows I think I've spoken about it before, but that was before it came out, and and now the show is is out on Netflix. Uh, it's the Sandman. It's the the you know the live action um uh, adaptation of Neil Gaiman's uh Sandman series. So the the mm. comic book was great. I never imagined that it would it could actually become a, a TV series, like because it uh it, it you know I I remember oh because it's such a fantastical world it's so difficult to put this in the film but in this day and age of you know marvel avengers and and you know mcu and all that why why, why can't it be done in film now uh? and 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 i watched it and i realized why i thought it couldn't be uh, is because it was dealing with very adult themes uh in the series like very dark very adult themes in the series but uh i believe that they've done it very well with this series this this netflix oh, really? series yeah, yeah. So it's uh, awesome. I I'm reminded again of how uh thought provoking and interesting this the whole Sandman series is, and there's one particular episode that really stands out to everyone who has watched the series. One particular episode that especially dark, especially like wow, I I can't believe they managed to pull this off and also um yeah do do give the show a try, even if you haven't read the comic books, I, I think you you you'll find something in it that's very interesting and. Uh, I'm also asking, trying to canvas for support because the show has not been confirmed for season two. As much as critics love it and everything, uh, apparently, oh, yeah, apparently Netflix supposedly on the word on the street is that Netflix is still thinking about it because the viewing data isn't people aren't binge watching the show at one go. Uh. People are watching like an episode and and then sitting there ruminating and thinking about it because the themes are very dark and deep and adult and everything. You see, so. People are savoring the show over a longer period, and that's giving Netflix uh, uh a, a bit of pause about whether they should commission season two, la, which I I think mm. would be a big loss to everyone if there's no they, they don't continue season two because the the way they've chosen to do it I think has been has been pretty has been pretty exceptional. So yeah, do do if you if you yeah if you can if you are looking for something good to watch and and you have some time on your hands, do try Sandman and and do tell others about it as well. La. Oh, cool! Yeah, now, uh, I I think I saw a trailer and it mm. looks fucking awesome. I haven't I haven't read the the graphic novel though. Mm. You read it, right? Yes, yes, yeah. I finished all the way through when I was in the army, and 
I, I just very distinctly remember telling myself last time that this cannot be done as a show or movie or anything because it's just too it's just too dark it's too everything la. and and now that it's been done I'm like okay I understand now like how and why it can be done la. yeah actually that makes me want to read it first uh, just to to see like wow, uh, feels like it'll be an exciting read la, knowing oh shit it, they actually yeah. managed to pull this off to a certain extent it will be it will be but but I would still say you know you can enjoy both just watch it first yeah both mediums mm. I think both uh it will. They will inspire each other, lah. As in, you. It'll be. You'll be inspired to read the books if you watch the show first, and vice versa. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But yes, right. what is your um, one shot thing? Yeah, my one shot thing is uh, a, a shorter form content. Um, there's this uh musician I came across on Instagram called mm. Haley Knox, mm. and she is like a a female version of of uh Mark Rabier uh, in the sense that she also does looping. Okay. Um, her voice is amazing. But she has this this goofy demeanor about her and fun demeanor, which is just awesome to watch. La. So mm-hmm. on Instagram, she just yeah, yeah does this video. She plays like uh, multiple instruments as well. Um, and yeah, I think she's she is the kind you watch like, oh, okay, that was a, a nice put me up, you know, mm-hmm. just to watch uh, someone who's having a great time doing something they're fucking good at. La. Yeah. Haley wow. Knox music. Haley Knox. Yeah, oh, she's still cool. quite, not, not like, oh, this world is like, I'm not, seeing yeah, her on Instagram, yeah, she's yeah. like about 150,000 followers, but... Yeah, 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 correct. Wow, so you were... And also she's followed by Mark Rabier, so they connected really. La. I see, I see. So you can... This is the kind of like, I listen to them first, the kind of thing that you can boast about next time. La. I guess so, la, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah 100,000 yeah, 100, is still, still okay, uh-huh. yeah. Still cool. Yeah, she's she, and cool, la, cool, yeah, still cool, still cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, check her out. That's cool. All awesome, right. man. Back to the grind. Cool. Back to it again. Back to the grind. Yeah. Yeah. And and we'll 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 be back middle of this week, lah. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. All right. Awesome. Good to have you back, Terrence. Yes. And uh cool, let's, let's let's okay. let's keep doing this. Hell yeah. All right, man. Adios, guys.